What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack us. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. And we're here to talk about the NBA free agent frenzy that has taken place, the lack of moves, the moves that you might like that the Bulls made, and some other moves around the league. And of course, the Zach Levine Max extension. Before we do that, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. If you're a betting person, go to betrivers.com. Use promo code on tap. They will match up to $250 of your first deposit. Also, if you are watching on Twitter or Facebook, please go over to the YouTube. I want people in the YouTube. I want to hear you guys talk about this. I want to read what's going on. My boy, Alex Rude. Uh, I love Alex Rude. I don't know. Alex Rude should be on here with us right now. Love Alex Rude. But yes, join Alex and quite a few other people already in the Bulls uh, YouTube here on Tap Sports at YouTube, on Tap Sports at whatever, Bulls Live, whatever we're doing. I'm, I'm very excited because Zach signed the max contract. That's not hanging over my head anymore. Yes, I'm wearing a t-shirt with a cat on it. Nice. Goose, how are you, man? How are you uh, doing, brother? Who doesn't love pussycats? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I'm doing all right. Like you, like you said, I uh, feel a little bit of a weight lifted with Zach signing that extension with the KD news and those kind of things shifting around the league. Uh, and then Zach taking a night, which, you know, he could have taken multiple nights if he wanted to, uh, to kind of field, uh, feel out the, the playing field here and see what the landscape of the league is going to look like. We got the news that, you know, he resigned and, right. Uh, relief for the Bulls, uh, all the moves that they made leading up to this offseason were to convince Zach that they are going to continue to make moves to make this a contending team. And obviously they, they offered him the max amount of money in the check that uh, Zach was looking for. So uh, Zach's going to stay and we'll see how this plays out. I mean, are you feeling good or are you feeling disappointed right now? I'm fine. I'm fine because I like, listen, I, I take Acme at their word, man. I, I do. They have not lied to us yet at all. Like not once. It's kind of odd because like, I know that I like, you know, you're going to be funny for a minute, but I'm lying to players all the time in 2k. So oh, yeah, you're fine. You're safe here. I'm trading his ass the next day. coming to my office asking for a raise. Son of a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, man. But no, I'm cool. You know, like I, I wanted Bamba. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was having flashbacks of the Mo Bamba chance with, with you and I and, and Juice at the Bulls draft party back in 2017, 18, 2018, uh, one of the two. Yeah, 2018, because that's when Wendell came out, right? Yeah. But anyway, you know, I just, uh, 
I kind of want a Bamba stretch the floor, defensive interior presence, shot blocking kind of guy. That's who I was kind of looking for. He did get a bad, I mean, he got, what was it? Two years, 21 million or something like that for Bomber or was it something like that? So yeah. I, I get why they didn't do the that. Magic, which I was kind of surprised actually. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't feel like I've been like misled. I, I feel like they want to compete. I feel like they want continuity with the roster. Like that's the, I've never used that word so many fucking times in my life. Continuity. Continuity. Uh, yeah, right. I've never, I've never used it. And that's what they've said this whole process after the season ended, they want, you know, continuity. Um, you, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I don't feel they're done. You know, I, I don't feel like they're done yet. Um, I'm not upset. I don't know. I mean, we're about as close to done as you can be without being done. We got 14 roster. We do. We have one more roster spot left to fill, but I don't know why I don't feel like it's not over. I don't know why. I, I, I mean, I've had the same feeling, especially with these KD talks and him wanting to land in Phoenix. You see that Brooklyn has no interest in Aiton. I have interest in Aiton. Yeah, I got it. Aiton is something that makes me happy. Right. You know, um, in terms of timeline, he's somebody you can see being here post Demar and Vooch. We got to pivot from them at some point, and. I'm content running it back for the sake of continuity as well. Continuity, but, man. <laughs> Fucking, I'm going to get it tattooed on me with the Bulls. Like, continuity. Get a tattoo. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, not, not the seventh championship, just continuity. Yeah, just continuity. That's it. Um, <laughs> like the old school Chicago you know, logo across the jerseys. It says Chicago. It's just going to say continuity. That's what I want. That's what I want. I believe in them. Um, so, so as much as I'm content uh, with running it back because – the Bulls were a good team, and I do think adding Drummond is better than Tristan Thompson, and though he's not a rim protector or a floor spacer, he is somehow under 30 years old. That that blew my mind to, to read that. I, I swore Drummond was like 35, dying. No, uh, no, he's only like 28. He's, he's literally as old as me. And yeah, I mean, uh, how do you feel you, about that, though? Seriously. Like, because I, I was, I was underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed as well, but if being the logical thinker that I am, I had to look at it this way. I wanted Mo Bamba. I, you, I've been a Bamba fan for a long time. I think he's still somebody that can hit. Uh, I think putting him behind Vooch and having him, you know, potentially here long term once Vooch leaves us, also a, a great alternative there. I know others wanted uh, Hartenstein for similar reasons. Yeah. Um, but if I look myself in the mirror and I say that, we are this much more of a contender with Bamba or Hartenstein over Andre Drummond. I'm lying to myself. Hartenstein has played the cumulative of like a full NBA season. He played for the Clippers. They were a contending team before all their injury and nonsense happened throughout the year. Yeah. But overall, still a very competitive team, a well-coached team, a well-put-together team, a top 10 defensive team that – contributes to the analytical darling that he is right um do i really think to back up vucevic in a 12 to 20 minute per game role that having drum in there as opposed to bamba or hartenstein is really that big of a difference no i wish that i could say that it was because of as much as i wanted bamba but I, I feel like I'm lying to myself to feel that it's that much of an upgrade or a downgrade that changes this team's trajectory enough to really just be pissed off. No, I, 
I get that. Our boy Chai Sports fan in here fucking around. Um, I will get to uh, Jeremy too. So don't get mad at me, Jeremy. I will get to you before the, uh, you know, I got to get all the stuff in my mind out first. Um, as far as Baba and the Drummond playing alongside Vooch thing, I, I feel like I really wanted to kind of see that. And not all the time, of course, but just in limited minute capacity because Baba could stretch out too. They're both kind of threats to, you know, get out there and hit a three, but Baba can live interior in the defense, but that I really don't want Vooch also trying you know, to play perimeter defense. So I, it's very odd. I, I don't what know. It intrigues me about somebody about Mo though, is you can literally put him in the corner. He right. is a threat to hit that shot. Right. And if you get lazy on him, he's going to backdoor you and be there for the oop. So, right. and then, there's the fact that he has a 7'10 fucking wingspan and is improving. He had somewhat of a breakout season last year, mm-hmm. um, despite playing next to Wendell, which is weird. Um, but he ended up going back there. Uh, I mean, but the reports of him wanting to be here definitely make it a tough pill to swallow. But I'm lying to myself if the value of Bamba over Drummond is really that much different, especially for the price. Right. Um, like yeah. if we if we still land like a Dante DiVincenzo or somebody like that with the rest of the mid level exception here, I really can't be mad at you bringing Derek Jones Jr. back, a player that I really like. With uh, yeah, I, was about, I know a lot of people are so upset about DJJ. I like DJJ. I I, I do. I, I I don't want him playing. I'm sorry. I don't want him playing 30 minutes a game. But I don't know what a lot of people expect. The starting five is the starting five unless a fucking trade happens. Period. Point blank. Plain and simple. Well, no. And, and we only got to see so much of DJJ last year that makes me happy to see him come back because Pat he broke his thumb. like 15 games. You know, right. but if Pat was healthy, we might not have seen that much of him. I'm glad but, you brought him up because that, that's one comment I want to hit on here um, from our buddy Jeremy, who's been, you know, great, uh, you know, throughout us doing the show. He's always in the comment section, but he said they were supposed to bring shooting and someone to play along with Vooch. That's what they want from Pat. Pat is plugged in at the four. This is shit or get off the pot time for Patrick Williams. And if they're really believing in him and we're not including him in any trade conversations, it's time for Patrick Williams to step up. We're in year three now. I know he was hurt last year. Unfortunate injury to that dickhead Mitchell Robinson. I'm glad his ass didn't come here when I think that, uh, yeah. that back. I, I'm not. I'm not glad that he didn't come here. Fuck I'm him. Gonna, Fuck him. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm, been, <laughs> I'm just happy with Mitchell Robinson. I'm surprised to see that the Knicks signed him, Hartenstein, uh, and him back. They uh, love bigs. They always are signing bigs over there. Remember they brought in college power forwards. Now we're on the centers. Like there's got to be a move for Randall. New here York is thirty years behind it. the times, my friend. Hey, three years mean, the times. did you see that it was the first time since like 1994 that they re-signed a draft pick to more than a one-year contract? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, that is the point of Patrick Williams, though. He is supposed to play alongside of Vooch. He's supposed to bring that spacing. I know he doesn't average a ton of three-pointers a game. He averaged about two last year, and he hit 51% of them. He hit one a game, right? Uh, whatever. You know, he, the value needs to go up for him. He wasn't aggressive enough. Now's his time to shine. People think that this kid, you should hear, I mean, even Chicago Sports Talk Radio, man. Chicago Sports Talk Radio by Patrick Williams. Listen, I get potential, okay, but we live off potential in Chicago. It's all we live off of. We want results. I get it. That's why everybody's mad right now. You're sick of living off the potential. That's what the AK and Mark Eversley want to go with. They want to go with the potential of Patrick Williams because they think he's going to be a star. So he is the one playing alongside Nikola Vucevic next year unless some sort of trade happens. 
That's do you it. think? Do you think Joe's report of us uh, inquiring about KD? I mean, obviously they made a fucking phone call, but do you think it's legitimate? Do you think it's Joe getting clicks? What's the deal there? I love Joe. Um, Joe, I think. I think Joe. I think he reported that they probably didn't. They made they made a call. here. they made a call. He reported it, but Joe worded it in a way. Everybody to, made a call. <laughs> to get, right to get everybody riled up. That's what fucking Joe does. If you didn't make a call, you got fired. Yeah, I was, I was just talking to him today. I was literally just talking to Joe today about shit, you know, because I asked Joe a question because I have an intriguing guy that's still out on the um, on the market, and that's TJ Warren. And I know TJ Warren was hurt, and we don't want to bring in another guy that has these these injuries. But before TJ got Warren got hurt, the shit he was doing over in Indi- Indiana with the Pacers right. was decent. Bubble Warren and traditional Warren are, are two different people, though. Yeah, but even in 20 20- – dude – it, no, he's a great player. Uh, injuries aside, TJ Warren would be a steal. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, it, it, his age 25 season, the last season that he had in Phoenix, that's before the bubble. He's averaging 31 minutes a game that year. Okay, he shoots four, uh, four attempts from three, shooting 42 percent from three that year, shooting uh, 3.5 attempts before he went, or in 2019, uh, at the end of 2020. And he's shooting 40% from three. You got a four spacer. You got a guy who's kind of aggressive. You got a guy who's still somewhat young. He is. He's going to be 29, 28, 29. What year was he born? I don't know. For me. 93. So he's 28. The size that we needed was a rim protector. Like, we don't really need more power forward size because what you said, Pat is supposed to be that dude. Right, Pat is supposed to be that dude. and And that's what he should be. So there's still opportunity to add a shooter around. Okay, there's still an opportunity, like you said, to go get a shooter. There's still that opportunity there. There's still an opportunity well, for you, a trade. What do you feel about DiVincenzo? Oh, I'd bring him in immediately. No, I like I mean, Dante DiVincenzo. I think that he's a good player. I think he was really good when he was – remember when he was in Milwaukee? What about Pat Bev? Do we just go get the dirtiest dog there is out uh, there and throw him in with Caruso and Lonzo? Like, it, it, can you ever have too many of those guys? Can you? No. Beverly is a solid spacer. I wouldn't really. I mean, we would have to have a pretty good lead for me to run that that unit because. Well, no, I mean, all three of them, no. But just the fact that you're not going to have a part of the game where you're not seeing one of those dudes. Well, and right. Well, yeah, that would. Those dudes. Right. Like, no, I agree. That's that's havoc. That trade. Not a bad three-point shooter. That trade, too, was fucking mind-blowing. No, 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 that, Rudy no. Gobert trade? I'm glad we had no part of that. If that was the cost to play in the Gobert sweepstakes, they Jesus. would want Pat and like three or four firsts. And at a certain point, firsts don't mean anything when you're going that deep in, which is where the all-in play doesn't scare me because uh, people watched our show. We we weren't enthralled with excitement for Dale and Terry. Like, definitely – Definitely, you know, happy with the potential and yeah, added a, a two-way player and all that is great. But at the end of the day, when you're competing at any spot of the playoffs, you're not getting a high-end talent that's going to change your franchise. So five of those kinds of players don't matter to me at a certain point. Five of those players for Rudy Gobert on top of uh, a multiple picks. pick uh, and Walker Kessler – and five players that are like decent rotational potential style players, like them that that deal blew my mind. That's a huge fuck. Can you imagine what KD they're gonna get for KD? Well, no, that's, I, I literally put out a tweet that was like, I feel like Minnesota accidentally sent this trade to Utah thinking this was their KD proposal. And yeah. Utah was like, We're taking that shit because 
No, that is insane. Yeah, that it, that it, it was insane. just mind blowing to me. I mean, but thank God it's not in our conference. I mean, you know, listen, I I I, I don't understand how how Gobert and work. Hounds are gonna play together. I'm I'm very, I don't know. I mean, Rudy Gobert is actually decent for a big. He so, can get out to the perimeter. He can. So, but you owe Rudy Gobert like thirty five plus defensively, and then you just gave Carl Anthony a supermax. So you got like. 80 million invested in the worst two positions in the league. Like this is a wing point guard dominated league. It is. I, I dude, I don't know. I, I thought Minnesota had I, I thought they I thought they were doing something good over there. I, I mean this I can saying that is Jokic just won back to back MVPs and Embiid's been threatening for one for a while. But oh, yeah, for the most part, this league is run by wings and point guards. Yeah. And yeah. you just invested more than half of your cap into two guys that play the same position. I'm sorry. Carl Anthony Towns is not a power forward. No. No, they must have seen something. Listen, Rudy Gobert is a four-time defensive player of the year. Um, you see that he has no problem closing out to perimeter to defend people. Uh, he's, he's a good he's a good player. Um, offensively very limited, as we've talked about on this show. Um, why I wanted him is I just wanted somebody to contest fucking Jason Tatum, Giannis, and – and KD getting into the paint. I thought he could be that guy. Uh, so, and what about Brian Windhorst being on this prediction streak here? Like, Oh, he's got it, some inside information. The Utah Jazz going all the way out here. Because otherwise, you'd have to think that Minnesota would have included D'Lo in this deal because they've been r- rumored to be shopping him pretty heavily. Um, I, don't, I don't know. If, like, Anthony Edwards, D'Lo, Gobert, and Towns is your – your core here. I I, well, I don't know how to pick um, that other than Anthony Edwards. I, I still think Anthony Edwards will be the best player in the NBA in like two or three years. I still believe that. No, I mean I I that kid's confidence is just too high. He's, like the only the only thing that's gonna stop that kid would be an injury. That would be after it. after watching him in person, I was like holy like holy shit. Him and Ja I got to watch I mean in both of them just amazing to watch in person. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they're doing over in Minnesota, but I see a lot of people commenting on here about just admit that you're up, you're, you know, you don't like what they did. I have said that I'm underwhelmed. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and throw a fucking bitch fit. They, they said they were c- continuity. I just said, I was going to tattoo it on me. Cause that's what they've said. I, I do. I want Kevin Durant. Do I want to bl- like, Oh, what about the, yeah, no, like, I don't give any, a fuck. Any, any, give me Durant. Exactly. Tr- trade everybody, but Zach Levine. For- right. Kevin Durant. And Lonzo, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, but I either I don't give a shit. Like, right. <laughs> if, if he has to go to get this done, then we'll see you later. Bye, right. the ball. That's right. not a problem for me. Um, no, anybody who says that they don't want the big fucking dinger swing is lying. I, I mean, I, I obviously, that. we want the big dinger swing. We also realize that there's other people out there with bigger dingers than us to make that swing. So. Damn. <laughs> okay. um, wow, this is buzz on water. Um, it is. I'm not even drunk. Shocker, huh? So, no, I mean, obviously, we all want the big swing. Did I want that big of a swing for Rudy Gobert? No. I take comfort in the fact that the Bulls didn't cave to those demands and give up right. Patrick Williams on top of a whole bunch of picks. And then we're starting Derek Jones Jr. Um, because we went all in on a Rudy Gobert. Um, although I think Javante would still start over him because Javante is still here. Right. Uh, yeah. I love Javante and Alex, Alex Rude. Windhorse was the only one to get the Harden Simmons trade. Correct. Yeah. He's not wrong. 
He's not wrong. See, I'm going to tell everybody why I want them to do something, and I'm not comfortable where we're at. Okay, last year proved in the first part of the season, and Chai Sports fans just said this shit on Twitter yesterday. Me and him were going back and forth with somebody. Uh, throw it in the comments. Who were we talking to yesterday, bud? I don't remember. But, like, the Bulls were up in first for a long part of last season. They were doing well, and they were top 10 in offensive and defensive efficiency and, and all that, and it was great. It was fun. I still look at that team now, and as high as we got in our feelings because the turnaround was so quick. Like, People need to understand, I am not a fucking expert like Kendall Gill or somebody who works close with a team like Casey Johnson, okay? I am a fucking mark. I am a fan of the Bulls. That is who I am. So I am. I ride the highest of highs, and I, I, I feel terrible. I want to take toaster baths in the lowest of lows. I look around the league right now, though, currently constructed in the moves that we have made and what's going on, and I look at what Boston just did by bringing in Brogdon. Scares the shit. I mean, dude, I look at Cleveland getting another year older. I look at Detroit. I look at Detroit and that backcourt and what they could, because it's not going to happen yet. It's not yet, but what's going to happen. I want the Bulls to do something that solidifies their window, and I want them to do it quickly because I'm scared because I don't want this to be like a two, three-year thing, and it's all, oh, it's all over. And please miss me with the, oh, you signed Zach, so you're in fucking hell. Zach's 28 years old. Contracts are easily movable. No, today's no, no. See, that, and that was another question that I was going to ask you. Do you think that we see – Zach Levine's prime in the next few years. Like I don't, I, I don't think Zach is done. Like Zach just got his first taste of winning. Zach finally just got what he deserved for the first time in a very long time. Um, I think Zach comes into camp with a happy mentality, a renewed mentality, a, a sense of comfort and happiness and home. He knows this is his team. He knows that he's locked in for longer than Demar and longer than Vooch. He mm -hmm. knows that long term, this is his team. That. Yeah. Vooch and DeMar are the training wheels. They're here to carry him for now while they are here. Um, so it's hard for me to be mad because even when you look at the grand scheme of this, the Bulls are reluctant to give up Pat because they understand there is a time period past KD, past LeBron, past um, all this madness of super teams. You, you can still have Zach, Lonzo, and Pat as a core that attracts players in moving forward once DeMar and Vooch fall off the books. Hell, maybe Vooch takes a team-friendly extension for the next few years. He is still a fringe all-star caliber player. Like, I'm not as upset as many that Vooch is still going to be here next year. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, that, that really doesn't bother me too bad because Vooch I, is online cracking jokes about not uh, having that. Buy a uh, house in Salt Lake. Or that offer go through on the house <laughs> in Salt Lake, yeah. I, I guess where I get a little concerned and currently constructed right um and this is not just like personnel on the team I, I i'm talking timeline here i feel like we got two guys that's timelines that father time is undefeated and you know like we're starting to kind of get there with those two guys i mean demar's coming off the best year of his career he probably he might be able to do it again next year you know you have vooch who kind of regressed maybe he steps up next year i don't know but it's just the timeline with zach and pat and all that it, it kind of goes back to what you said last year it's Zach, most likely Pat, and like Zoe is like, and Zoe is not, I'm not confident in that at all because of this knee issue. They've never come out and said, oh, wait, he's doing great. He's he's progressing well. I mean. Like, that's what we're getting right now, and I'm fucking nervous about it. But then we have LeVar going, no, Zoe's great. He's just doing a different kind of training than the Bulls wanted to do out in California, which obviously is concerning because you have someone's dad telling you that 
there's, there's conflict of interest in his rehab, which when it comes to the Bulls uh, medical staff, we've always always had issues, but we can't blame Mr. Tanaka anymore. Right. So, um, the, He's the, 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 the Zoe thing is concerning. Um, but outside of Boston, I'm not really that scared about what Atlanta did. There, there's oh, I'm not scared of Atlanta. I'm not scared of Atlanta. I'm scared of Milwaukee. I'm scared of Milwaukee. I'm scared of Boston. I'm scared of Miami. And didn't did Milwaukee lose Bobby Portis to the Golden State Warriors? No, Bobby Portis went back to Milwaukee. You Warriors, went back to Milwaukee again? Four years, forty nine million dollars. Right, I must have got a dude. He just up. opted. He just opted out to sign he the bag. Okay. To just to get a bag. But that. But the, my point is, my point is, is everything but, that you're saying is they stay the same. But so did we. Yeah, but this team I was most scared of last year was the Nets before and after getting Ben Simmons. So if they're dismantling, you, we only have the Bucks, the team that eliminated us last year when we weren't whole. You know, and obviously they weren't whole for the second half of the series uh, because Middleton went down. But we're scared of only that team. Like if Durant goes west, like if these guys go west, these got easier. I'm not scared of Trey Young and Javante Murray. F- fuck Trey Young. He is. I. Why, I don't even want to talk about him. I'm not worried about Atlanta. I'm not worried about Atlanta. Hey, so you're not worried about Atlanta? Are you no. worried about the Knicks getting fucking Jalen Brunson? I'm not. I'm. Well, no. Do you I'm care? Not, Do you I'm care not, that the Knicks got Jalen Brunson? I don't know why I'm being yelled like, at. I'm not sure, but I'm is, not. This is like Kemba Walker for me all over again, except he's young. Like I don't care. Oh, you got. I'm not worried about the Knicks. No, I'm worried. I'm worried about the teams that I need to be worried about. I'm worried about Boston. I'm worried about Miami. I'm worried about Milwaukee. I'm worried about. And I'm telling you now, I'm worried about Cleveland a little bit, man. They're gonna be healthy. So, but that's four teams. That's four. Yeah, I want to be number one. I'm the. Obviously, obviously we want to be number one. But but of those four teams, only two of them legitimately scare me, and that's the Bucks and the Celtics. So, like, I feel continuity as much as we've been sarcastic. <laughs> outside of landing a Kevin Durant or a Gobert without sending five picks away, continuity might be the best option. It might be. Can I read this? Yes, Tra- please. Trey, Young, Trey Young's hair looks like when a toddler has a lollipop and drops it on the floor picking up hairs and lint. I'm dead. I'm okay. fucking dead, dude. We've all seen the memes. We've all seen the memes. The I, I've never oh, seen man. that. What? I haven't. Send me one right now. Please. Never seen the, the no, trade next it. to the lollipop with the carpet. Oh. No, because I'm going to make it the background on my computer. I'm not fucking with you. I'm going to. If, if that's a real thing, that's what I'm going to do because I hate that. So I'm not worried about him and Murray. Murray's not going to have the ball to be effective. And I know Trey Young's not playing off ball. He's not. Just not doing it. I don't know why they did that. I don't understand that. I don't. No, I don't it honestly it. would have made more sense for us to trade Lonzo, who has injury concerns and assets for Murray, than it made sense for the Hawks to go as all in as they did on that. Right. I I, I don't know, man. I, 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 How would you have felt if Murray was here with Zach? Because that was, remember, before Lonzo came, I was talking about Murray a lot and because I, I liked Jante Murray, and he was tied with Zach from growing up. Uh, you know, I would have liked that a lot, but I'm not worried about him in Atlanta. I have no worry. If, if Lonzo is healthy, Lonzo is the best fit for Zach Levine possible. Like, as much as I love De'Aaron Fox, as much as I love Murray for being two-way players who are more traditional point guards who can play on ball all the time and are more drive and kick than they are three and D. Yeah. Zach wants the ball. Zach needs the ball. Um, DeMar needs the ball. 
Lonzo is the perfect complementary point guard who has the playmaking skills in transition and in the half court to to run a team and be a connector and make things happen while hitting the three-point shot at 40%. That's not something that Fox or Murray do as much as I love their, their fit and theory. Yeah. I heard what you said. I'm sorry. He sent me the fucking picture. It's, I'm dying. I can't breathe. <laughs> sorry. I can't man. believe that's the first time you've seen it. I've never seen that. It's so awesome, dude. I love it. But I agree with everything you're saying. I think that Lonzo is the perfect fit, but our boy Alex Rude brings up a good point too, what we're just talking about here. So what happens when it, and, it, and he's not wrong, inevitable injury hampers the team again this season. Well, Alex, I'll tell you, I'm looking right at the camera, making the eye contact. I'm going to take a toaster bath. Okay. Is that what you want to hear today? All right. I don't know. How often is it that we, that you lose both Lonzo and Cruz at the same time? I mean, maybe it is often because of the way well, that Cruz plays. Allen's still on Milwaukee, isn't he? That fuck. I'm just saying. I listen, dude. There, there's injury so history then, between okay, all. Then, of them. then if the guard depth is that much of a concern, like you literally have Caruso, Kobe, Io, you have so many guys lining up to to handle the ball. Like, do we need to go get Patrick Beverly? Do we need that much security at the guard spot because no. our guys are just pure kamikaze I when think, it comes to defense? I think more of Alex's point, and, and I, I like I could be misreading it, but more of Alex's point is like when if Lonzo does go down, you saw the downfall. I mean, that guy held a lot of shit together. When we had to have a second-round pick in Io start, who also got valuable learning experience and development out of it That's that we're, we're excited and we're talking about Io headed into the season because of. Um, so, I mean, it's hard to say that we don't have depth there. Like we, well, have, we have depth guys. at the guard position. It's just, you want to see them whole. And I think that a lot of the fan base is so worried because these guys don't have a history of being whole. These guys have a history of missing a lot of fucking games and, and it's a problem. Then, then you know, the time's got to be on our side, right? It's got to happen right. once. It's well, yeah. Happen well, once. And then you just got to give the good juju. Tamar's durable. Vooch is durable. And they're the oldest guys on this team. So... Yeah. Uh, there's got to be a string of luck for uh, Zach just had his knee cleaned out. Fresh knee, clean knees. Let's go, baby. Clean That's knees. Let's go. Clean knees, fat bag, happy man. Let's go. Um, yeah. Hoping all NBA for him this year, man, because he was on pace. He was on pace for it last year before he got he tweaked his shit. No, before he tweaked his shit, we were talking uh, championships and. Oh, I was talking all, shit. Oh, yeah. all, all NBA ballots for Bolzak and Demar. I mean, they both were still all stars, so it's it's easy to be disappointed in not having the big swing, especially after you got multiple back to back trade deadline into the offseason last year to to convince Zach to stay and sign, which happened. Um, and, and I don't think we should understate that, but. The goal of all these moves was to get Zach to stay. So it is not uh, for not. We have a franchise player. Uh, we have somebody who's making more money than Michael Jordan for the first time ever in Bulls franchise history. Um, we have we have a cornerstone. That was Jerry's first ever hundred million dollar contract. He said, oh, "Okay, I'm just going to hand out a two hundred and fifty oh, yeah. million dollar contract." Yeah, I saw Sox fans posting. Jerry's spending all his money on the Bulls. That's where all the White Sox money's going. And as a Cubs fan, I just had to die because I've had to read that shit as a Bulls fan. So not true at all. What happens so to the White Sox? Because right. you know Jerry Jerry cares about baseball and not basketball, and that's why Michael has the reins over here. But we still didn't touch the luxury tax. 
So Jerry literally still spent money that was allotted to him by the NBA. That was the last thing I was going to bring up is uh, a lot of people upset about the luxury tax thing about them, the reports of them trying to avoid it. Um, and it, Michael Reinsdorf had said if the team is competitive, um, that he had no problem going into it. So does he not believe the team is competitive? I mean, is this is this a rue? I mean, what, what you know, what do you it, think about that? I think that's a businessman move. If you if you asked me dead to rights with a polygraph on if I thought this team was more <laughs> than three, four, or five, like, no, I don't think that this team is a true contender for an NBA championship. I don't think putting this team into the luxury and potentially putting at risk of paying the repeater tax starting now makes sense. If you made a big move for Kevin Durant or you made another big swing to get Gobert and you gave up a bunch of assets, then yes, you, you do not have a viable excuse not to go into the luxury tax. But right now you don't know what this is. Um, maybe Vooch's season last year was a fluke, uh, not used to being uh, you know, a third wheel, and we get a bounce back here from him and more of a uh, middle-grounded season from DeMar and a bigger season from Zach and the transition of power transfers over beautifully and Pat takes a step and Lonzo plays over 60 games for the first time in his career. And everything's beautiful. I mean, there, there is everything's beautiful, man. (laughs) There is a picture here that, that things work and the bulls are uh, better than a six seed, which they landed at this year. Um, Like like there is that world does exist with this roster. Um, Shit, maybe Dalen Terry pulls a IO on us and makes an all in all rookie team. Like there's there is a lot of things that could happen here. I can't outside of the big swing, continuity was it. And we got continuity so far. Maybe the yeah. big swing still comes. I, I just I just hope we do have the shooting. Um I, I if I had a bet right now, it is the same core that was here last year. I don't think any crazy trade happens. I think Kobe comes back because everybody that wants to trade Kobe White right now, um his value is so low. He, he's got to fucking try to get that shit up and maybe do it in the, you know, uh, trade deadline maybe somewhere if he if he's actually performing so, well. So For the people that want to trade Kobe, even if the Bulls got their asking demands of a lesser young player and a future protected first or a first from a team like the Lakers that plans on being in the playoffs again, what does that do for the team in terms of competitiveness now? Like, you downgrade in terms of the roster, you get a first to maybe trade for a veteran at the day, deadline or – Later, you know, another draft pick that you add to the roster. But in all reality, you do not improve the roster for this upcoming season by trading Kobe for the value they want or the value that they could even get right now. Um, Kobe led this team in bench scoring. When Kobe is hitting shots, he's a top three shooter on this team. We're saying we need to add shooting. We're looking to trade our shooting for a second round pick that doesn't affect our season. I don't know that that makes sense. I, I think that they they need to add something, some sort of scoring punch on the bench. They need something because that's why they were looking at Danilo Gallinari, and it didn't work out that way. He went to Boston. So, um, you know, they we do need to add because when Kobe wasn't on, that bench was not producing points, man, you know, outside of Io. But Io start at that point, you know. So, I mean, it's just you got to figure it out. You know, they have to get somebody on the bench. Thomas is gone. Thank God. Thank God I don't need to watch him fucking playing like a 2K dribbler and pulling up. I couldn't handle it. I, I seriously, I could not. He he might be one of my least favorite bulls of all time. I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I I'm well, no, kidding. especially because when you actually needed his shooting, he was just injured and unavailable. Not that I actually wanted to see him on the floor, <laughs> but, but the fact that we shot so poorly in that series 
and he was the only shooter on the bench and he was not even available despite the fact that he played like five minutes a game um to begin with like how did you get hurt how did five you minutes, stay in five here? minutes too much yes juice and i would watch him warm up and we would laugh like after like the fourth or fifth time that we watched him warm up because he always did the same drill and it was never anything different Juice and I'd be like, why the fuck are Matt Thomas? Why is Matt Thomas and a trainer just dribbling up and down the mid court line? And Matt, just, we don't need you to dribble. Right. <laughs> he just, that's all he was doing. He never got any shots up. He me and Juice would be like, why is he not shooting? He'd just be going up back and forth in the mid court line, back and forth from fucking score table to seats. And I'm like, why? Why? What? What the fuck did Juice just say right now? You spelled it wrong, you jag off. Kirk Heinrich was way better than Matt Thomas. I hate you. I hate you. I don't like you anymore. Okay, he cool. spelled Heinrich like I know he did. He spelled Heinrich wrong. <laughs> he did it, and he didn't do it. He did it on purpose to piss me off. He knows how to fucking spell it. He's just being a jag off. I hope you're not in town because if you are, I'm going to slap the shit out of you when I see you. I'm not probably actually going to hug him. I haven't seen Juice in over like a month. I miss, I miss my friend. Dude, he went on vacation. I miss, I miss my friend. Ooh. Ooh. Doesn't deserve to spell his name right. You're about done with me right now. Breadwinner 92 over Felicio. You know what? Yeah, man. I, 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 Felicio at least was, you know, he looked like a teddy bear. You know, he gave a guy <laughs> there, was, there was a point in time where people thought Felicio should start over fucking Pau Gasol. So I don't want to hear criticisms of Felicio. Felicio, Felicio was like, you know, he had some moments there. Matt Thomas just legitimately pissed me off all the time. If anything, this city should praise Cristiano Felicio because he's one of the guys that probably convinced Michael and them up there at the top to get rid of Gar and Pax after that $32 million fucking bank robbery he committed on the Bulls. I mean, that's just unbelievable. So I got to give him credit where credit's due. Matt Thomas just Thank took years Felicio. off my life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's fucking wild, dude. But at the end of the day, I think that we both agree we wish a little probably more would have been done, but I will say that AK 95% because I know our boy Jeremy's in here. 95% stayed true to his word of continuity. And that's what I should have named this goddamn episode, but I didn't continuity, but I'm all right with it, man. I'm all right with it. You know, 28 year old Andre Drummond. I'm all right with it. I'm all right with bringing DJJ back. I'm okay with it. They're going to make another move. I know they're going to uh, another signing. Um, I'm okay with it. If these, if, I, I just pray that they all stay healthy to see if they can continue the pace that they started this season with, you know, and, and keep it going um, throughout the whole season. Cause I, I think all of us, every one of us uh, being at the home opener, being at games with, uh, you know, you came to a few games uh, with us, you know, being there with juice every night, Alex rude, Matt Berklin, you know, Yump was at a couple of them with us. You being at those games and watching that first half of season bulls, I really want to see that continue on. I know the injury history is not that that that's not on our favor, man. It's not so, our favor, but so the bulls um, need shooting, right? Do, do they uh add jello ball to that 15th roster? Fuck yeah, bring them in. <laughs> bring them in. I'm I'm all for it. I'm for it. That dude can shoot. That's all he can do. Set if he dribbles one Jerry, time, Jerry. I'm gonna lose it. Jerry would get to stay under the luxury tax. Yeah, uh, so gets a brother. Lavar's happy. We're one step closer to bringing Lamelo in. You know the plans coming together. Yeah, I I'm fine with bringing Jello in, dude. I'm fine with bringing Jello in. I'm fine with it. I really am. I really do want T.J. Warren though. That's that's who I want. I want a wing that can shoot the three and can provide some help off that bench. I mean, I would really like to see Caruso, Kobe, and uh, T.J. Warren 
come off that fucking bench. I think that'd be pretty sweet, dude. Personally, I really do. I, I, I that might hurt Jav- our boy Javante's minutes, but it's always a Javante Green power hour around here. So he's fine. He's a legend in my mind. Javante will crawl his way into the rotation. So, yeah, I, oh, of course he will. Of course he'll he will. He'll, 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 he'll steal some minutes. I do agree with Bull's logic here. P. Will needs the average at least 14. I want more out of him, to be honest with you. You know, I, I like that approach. I, I like the boards uh, at eight. I do want more scoring out of him. I, I like the expectations being set at a realistic mark. Yeah, and that is that's one of the most realistic things I've ever seen. So, because I, I, I think 20, I want 20, 15, and 10, motherfucker. I want that. You know what I'm saying? I want the trip dub. That's what I want. It's not yeah, it told me Pat was a point guard. <laughs> it was 10 blocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. we'll take yeah, it. It was 10 blocks. He's fucking long and athletic enough. Make it happen. Um, yeah. So there's our rim protection in our shooting. There we go. Right. There it is. We had it internally the whole fucking time. <laughs> It's my White Sox shit coming over. It's like, oh, the White Sox didn't make a move at the deadline because Eloy and Luis Robert are coming back. It's like a, it's better than any trade. Here we go. Better than any trade. Here, here's here's God. Here's the paw. He's going to fucking fix everything. Don't include him in any trade. And if you do, you're a moron because he's going to be a fucking all-NBA player. Now's the chance. It's year three. Better do it, Pat. Better fucking do it. Seriously, better fucking do it. I've seen Sixers fans unwilling to include Maxi in a trade for KD, so it's it's all right. It's, it's oh my god, it's universal, dude. Do they not get it? Like, listen, Mac. I'd love to have Maxi here. I would. I you like him? I, I like, like him. Maxie. I like him. But if you're, if I had him here and you're telling me Kevin Durant is a blank check situation, yeah. Here's you the key. Tell that You go. You go make. Your your trade online, whatever you want from me, however many picks you send it to me, I'll tweak it a little bit, send it back to you, and then you're probably gonna send it back to me one time, and I'm gonna hit accept because it's fucking Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. This is not a game. It's Kevin Durant. When healthy, is a top three player in the NBA. Maybe, may, arguably the best. I don't know. We, we can argue about that. I don't really feel no, like. Yeah, I, I think I think you're saying top three save this some time. Yeah. So I I would definitely do that. Fucking every day of the week and twice on Sundays. No doubt about it. Uh, especially knowing that Zach Levine can't be part of the deal. If, right. At the end of the day, if you end up with Zach Levine and Kevin Durant. I'm fine. You're, I'm you're good. A contender. You're I'm a good. Contender. You're a contender right there and then. You're a contender. I, I'm fine with it. Seriously, I would I would love that. But I don't think it's going to happen because after that uh, Go Bear thing, <laughs> the Bulls don't got enough. I mean, I, I will give a limb, a kidney, or a, a nut to get the job done if that's what they want. I, I, will, I, I will volunteer. If you're all right them. with swaps, like – but it's like, what, yeah. what is a swap of a team that's better? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. I, I would still give a nut, though, for Kevin Durant. 100%. I might good. give my soul. If well, there's a, yeah. I was going to say, soul. you might have to offer yourself because from what you said, you're done with your nuts. So. Well, I am. Yes. They, 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 they're, they're not going to work here very soon. Baby is due August 11th. So we're uh, after that, I'm boiling them Ooh. over. Yeah. And it's coming it's up. A, if it's a week late, we're going to share a birthday. Wow. God damn. When's your birthday? August 18th. August 18th. That's right. I didn't know that. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, let Goose throw in the piano to sweeten the deal on top of nuts. Yes. I, well, wait, the piano. Okay. I don't have much else, man. I think it was a good show. We had a lot of fucking turnout here today. Like pretty awesome. I'm really excited for that. So uh, thank you guys. I really hope that you continue to come to Bulls on Tap when we go live. Uh, just in case you are new here, we do go live after every single Bulls games, ones that I am not at or Goose is at, and uh, West Coast games where you usually won't see us because I'm I'm tie tie and I need to go to bed. Um, but 
Please subscribe to the podcast, Bulls on Tap, or everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Please subscribe there and uh, follow us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap. That'd be great. You got anything else before we leave, man? No. I mean, don't get too down about the lack there of moves and continuity being the spoken and followed through message. Uh, it's, continuity. It, it is what it is. Without the big swing, it was the best course of action. So kind of just got to swallow the, the pill there and accept it for what it is. Absolutely. Everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Script and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Also, subscribe to the On Tap Sportsnet YouTube channel because this was fucking awesome with everybody today. Um, I don't know when we're going to be back, but we'll probably be back soon. I mean, um, Summer League starts July 8th. So I, we, we might fuck around and talk some summer league basketball here uh, next, you know, next week and, and have some fun. And Terry, with summer league MVP. Yeah, and Marco Simonovic going back there too. So it should be pretty fun. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll see you next time. Let's go Bulls.